Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. Album for the Day, July 20th. We continue with Silver Anniversaries. Today we celebrate Matchbox 20, Yourself or Someone Like You. And it sold 15 million copies worldwide, went multi-platinum in Australia, Canada, and New Zealand, and is diamond certified in the U.S. If you're not familiar with that, that's 10 million copies. That's a lot. Probably won't be done again since sales aren't like that anymore. It's not a big, you don't buy a CD. You're, you know, streaming on Spotify. Thanks, Spotify. Thank you, Spotify. (laughs) Yeah, but it'll probably will not be done again because um, people just don't buy albums anymore. This album made three different years of the Billboard 200 year-end charts. Three different years, it was in the top 200. Yeah, that's... not even that in the top 100. In '97, it was eight. In '97, it was number 22. In '98, it was number six. And in '99, it was 87. That's wild. So it was at the end of the decade, 200, it was number 28 for the whole decade. And the original title of the album was The Woodshed Diaries. Mm. It was changed after Rob and Rob Thomas and the drummer Paul saw a woman perform and say, this song is for you. Or someone like you. The album cover, so it's a picture of this guy kind of in like um, like an old airplane hat kind of thing. And uh, kind of a bigger guy, glasses, probably in his like late 50s, early 60s. And they basically just got a random picture of this guy. Didn't ask him about it. Didn't, didn't have him sign anything. Like, nothing. Just came over and took the picture. Just came over, took the picture, and they were like, yep, this is going to be our album cover. And then sold millions of copies of this record. And this guy, you know, he, uh, he, he didn't sue until 2005. Um, the guy's name was Frank Torres. Um, and he claimed that the band never asked for his permission and all this. They went to litigation and, and he never saw the album until 2003, which justified his delay. Yeah, and he said that it caused him mental anguish. Um, and so, uh, you know, I, it, to me, it's not. A, I don't really like the album cover. So the producer was Matt Serletic. He later ended up being the chairman of Virgin Records from 2002 to 2005, which... If I'm not mistaken, means he had something to do with the Mariah Carey crap. Yeah. Uh, he also played music with members of Collective Soul, who he later produced. And he co-wrote the songs Push and Back to Good, both of which were singles and performed excellently. Eh, that's debatable. There were five singles. When you talk about the singles, though, you have to think about the fact that there were these interesting rules where you had to have a physical release of something as a single for it to chart as a single. So the first two, three songs 
that they released as, quote, singles to radio didn't have a physical thing for you to go buy. So those songs, Push, 3 a.m. and Long Day, they never charted because they weren't released as physical singles. Wow. So the performance is weird. The video for Push is pretty fantastic. Did you look into that? Do you remember that one? No, I've never... never, I don't think... I don't remember seeing it. So it's directed by Nigel Dick, who also did Oops, I Did It Again, Baby One More Time, Do They Know It's Christmas. Remember that one? The uh, Live Aid? No. I'm out of the loop on, on this one, apparently. Okay, well, he also directed... Welcome to the Jungle, Sweet Child of Mine, and Paradise City videos. Yeah, you got me there. <laughs> and I've really got you with the 16 Nickelback videos he directed. Jesus Christ. No, I'm out of that, too. I'm out Everybody of that. wants to be a rock star, Jay. If being in Nickelback is being a rock star, I don't want any part of being a rock star. Hey, I want to be a rock star. Oh, God. Yeah, I you know, like, Matchbox 20, this album was huge, you know, back in the day, you know, and I give them a credit for, for making it and, you know, going through writing these songs, you know, they're catchy, all that. You know, I was never a big Matchbox 20 fan. Um, uh, the, my favorite thing that Rob Thomas ever did was he got eaten in a TV show called iZombie. Whatever cranks your, uh, <laughs> it's like cranks it, you back yeah, to good. Yeah, I just I've never I never really got into this record, um, you know. And that I mean that's fine. It's, if it's you a, were around though, you heard the, it. Oh yeah, it was everywhere. It was everywhere all it, the time. It, it, yeah, in every grocery store, in every Abercrombie and Fitch you ever went into, it was playing on repeat. You know, uh, you know it, and you know, for what it is. You know, it was, and for the time. Well, I will paraphrase what changed my perspective on Rob Thomas Mm -hmm. and prompted me to not so much respect him as a man of higher thinking. He did an interview with Spin Magazine. Um, I believe it was around the time of the second album, Mad Season. Mm Mm-hmm. And he just flat out told Spin Magazine that he doesn't care if his music changes people's lives or saves anybody's life or anything like that, that his main goal is to write successful pop songs. Then he's doing a great job. He's... He's acing that. Yeah, no, but the that's fact what that this album you is. specifically choose... To not, to deliberately try not to make a difference to people, that's kind of silly to me. And you're really missing the point and missing the boat and missing a great opportunity to have a little bit more of an impact than just scratching the surface with pop music. Especially when his songs are all about adolescence, you know, loneliness, depression alcoholism, 
all of those kind of things if you actually had a point to all these things rather than just, you know, uh, yeah, it, it just, it never, it never hit me in a solid way where I respected the quality of music that they were making, you know, but he's making pop, he's making these poppy kind of songs that I, they never hit me. You know, a lot of people, they loved it. Well, that's the up. thing is a lot of people related to this subject matter. Yeah. And other people didn't, but clearly 10 million of them. 10 million. That's it, a lot of people. It, it factored into their day enough that they went out and paid money for it. Yeah. So I think that Rob Thomas is a special guy. And if all he wants to do is craft pop songs, mm-hmm. he's He's at the top, man. Yeah. Well, Rob Thomas, there you go. Uh, album for the day today, uh, July 20th, is Yourself or Someone Like You by Matchbox 20. Be sure to give us a like, follow, subscribe. Let us know what your favorite albums are. Thanks for listening, and we will see you tomorrow. There's just something about Mary. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you're listening on Spotify, after starting the podcast, you can search for the album, use the three dots, and hit add to queue. Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends. Woohoo!